Beat me up on the mamas of all mama shit. Hey, I'm looking through my telescope and I see a mothership. Is that you? Beat me up. Hey, DA, I'm thirsty, man. Could you beat me up for a cold one? Hey, DA, what's going on, baby? Stop me off and beat me up. Yay, what's the silly? Oh, permission to get in that mothership. Is my window seat still available? Beat me up. What's going on, DA? Hey, man, I need you to do me a huge favor. My co-worker's a jerk. Oh, just beat me up, man. Get beamed up. Everyone else has. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, baby, 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 baby. This is the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. And I say, oh, baby, because that's exactly who DA is with his baby, AJ, as he is on paternity leave. Pa. For poppy. Because he's a poppy now. Well, no, I guess a poppy would be a grandpa, not a dad. I don't know how this works. So, I mean, that's what I call my grandfather, but I'm not sure that there's actually a rule on this one. Yeah, I think you could be a poppy and be a dad. Yeah, I mean, pop for sure can be dad. Poppy does skew grandfather. Huh. But I don't think it's out of the question to call your dad poppy, I think. I don't know. Hey, poppy, come here. I guess that's weird. You should try it. You also said 14-year-olds say dada, so. Yeah. I don't even (laughs) call my dad dad. I think I just say, hey, you. You know? But it is mommy. We've discussed that. My daughter today called me her best friend. I mean, I don't mean to brag, but... That's the best. Pretty significant. Uh, I'm sure in 14 years I'll get a I bleep and hate you during a moment where curfew's broken. Five years. Uh, But I'll take a a, you're my best friend now for sure. Yes. Both of my kids, and they're not listening so I can say this, both of my kids think... That they're my favorite. And then I, I tell the other one that to make them feel okay. Oh, I got a good game. That? I got a tell good them? game going. Oh, man. <laughs> That's going to be an explosive fight in a couple of years. No, I, I think they're going to slowly figure it out that I'm lying Bog- to both of them. Bogish 60 years from now, breathing on his deathbed. He didn't like you anyway. He always told me I was the favorite. <laughs> yep. He told me I was the favorite. <laughs> F you, Dad. Yeah. They're deciding who gives the eulogy. Well, I was his favorite. No, I was his favorite. No, he told me I was his favorite. Oh, Good times. Yeah. Family fight. <laughs> Jake Bogus is inflating his batting average, counting foul balls or singles. Right, exactly. You know, my wife one time told me that she hit like four something in softball. And I was like, oh, that's impressive. High school softball. And then it came out that she was just counting balls in play. Yeah, and that's not how this works. <laughs> no. That's not how no. this goes. That's how Luis Arise is hitting uh, 400 right now. He's doing the same thing. <laughs> that's how they, that's how Joey Votto got some of those batting averages up. Yeah, inflated in numbers. Inflated. Wow, better numbers, Katie Bogus or Joey Votto? Katie Bogus. <laughs> Katie Bogus didn't yell at people. Definitely. Yeah, right. yeah she does, EJ. You exactly. haven't met her yet. Watch your step. I love that. Playoffs more. I love when every when everybody goes back to everybody. Yeah, your wife's great. Your wife's great. None of them live with our wives. Believe me. We all get yelled at our marriage. <laughs> you more so, but that's totally. Right. I don't. I get yelled at less. My wife's just ready to rumble if if, if need be. That's all. <laughs> you know what I got last night? I'm sitting on the couch. I'm watching my Real Housewives in New Jersey uh, finale. Finally, <laughs> she's in the backyard um, doing doing iron work. Right, yeah. She's out welding a new bar stool oh, while I'm, you're I'm, watching. I was folding. I'm folding laundry, watching Teresa and Melissa go at it. Uh, That she did, right? No, I did all the laundry. Danielle's Um, on her eighth bud with Dance and Dave. (laughs) This damn boon. 
do you guys get examined though? I got like she comes in and she sits next to me on the couch, and I can tell she's disgusted by my mere presence. And she looks at me, she looks in my ears and goes, "You have more hair in your ears than your head." Then I laugh, and she goes, "Why are your teeth so yellow?" So I. <laughs> <laughs> but she also forty hours That's before what I got. was dressed like a pirate doing hibachi, like some weird Correct. porn. Which I Come still don't get you. Weird porn. That was yeah. not weird porn. I mean, that if you're going to ever have porn, your wife no. as a pirate making you meat seems to be the way you'd go. You're out to a so, bar. <laughs> right. We had we had a family <laughs> friend fly in from Florida for the Bob's Bar Show. So Saturday, we wanted to take him for drinks and go over to Fire Island, which is like a famous uh, spot on Long Island. A little day drinking, hit the beach or whatever. So she stayed back with the kids. I came home to a surprise. She had got me a black stone flat top thing for Father's Day which I thought was a really nice gift. And she, instead of us ordering like pizzas back at Bob's by the Bay, had bought all the stuff and threw a uh, homemade hibachi party surprise at the house for Father's right. Day. Almost burnt the whole place down, but it's the thought that counts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so that was on my Instagram story. But the pirate costume was somebody said you needed to get the hat to do the throw the egg in and do all the tricks. We didn't have the big chef's hat, so she took Peyton's pirate hat. And as it turned out, she was a pirate about nine <laughs> years ago for uh, Halloween. She got that. So we did pirate hibachi. That was yeah. the origin into that video. Uh-huh. No, and, and I saw it. I'm thinking like this This is basically your wildest dreams coming true. She's dressed like a pirate yeah. and she has a tray of various meats that she's going to cook for you. Yeah. I, I lo- she looked at me as she did the beating heart with the fried rice and said, are you ready to eat? Yeah. Clear the backyard, guys. Everybody's got to go home. Best Mommy, is, daddy time. The best is when she tried to do the volcano and the thing almost blew up. That was supposed to be the onion volcano. So that was on my Instagram How much gasoline story. do we need for this one? <laughs> you that went tank up. over there. I was so worried about the TV. Take the roof, but not the TV. That was basically my <laughs> Sean, get closer. <laughs> so that was that was my house over the weekend but yes i was told teeth yellow hairy ears so i had to take care of that this morning um in which she told her mother i'm not even sure my husband brushes his teeth so that was nice so that was the, the <laughs> night Yikes. i had my, that was the night i had no we it was good i told her go fart some more okay so now i don't know why we just went off on that tangent this got awkward uh now let's talk about the nba and the <laughs> How do I transition off of that? <laughs> speaking of Are blazes, you ready for the NBA? Speak <laughs> Speaking of Blazers. Will the Blazers make Dame walk yeah. the plank? Arr. So yesterday we heard all about how the Miami Heat, speaking of Heat, would uh Mine now were better. Pers- Alright, shut up. Would now <laughs> I shouldn't have said that, that was mean. Would now pursue Damian Lillard. But we we hear that the Blazers might actually just shop the third pick to try to bring in more stars. Boy, is this just desperate? They are so desperate to not have Damian Lillard one out anywhere. So they might trade the number three overall pick. But this could be a massive mistake. Some of the names they're talking about, Bogus, A, they're talking about, and I don't think this would be for the number three overall pick, them themselves bringing in Chris Paul as a point guard, which I guess would be fine. But Zion Williamson? A guy who continues to be banged up. A guy who might have to move two women to Portland with him if he went there. <laughs> Let's hope one of them he does not bring with him. Yeah. And and I feel I, like... Portland might be helping to both come with. And, and That second one looks fun. And didn't Zach Randolph have some problems with nightclubs and ladies in Portland? So that's not even a safe space yeah. if Zion has such inclinations. But more importantly... 
The guy barely plays basketball. You're going to trade the number three overall. That's even on the table. If I was the Pelicans, I'd be knocking over tables. I'd be running through uh, like Schwartz does a flea market. If I could get the number three overall pick right now for Zion Williamson. Is this not insanity, Boats? Well, before we get to Zion, can I just ask, can somebody tell Damian Lillard it's okay to leave Portland? Like, yeah. you've, you've done your time, dude. You've been there long enough. Even if it's Zion or Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller, the three, whatever, like, they're not going to win next year. Like, this is still a multi-year process for them, and he's not getting any younger I got loyalty is great, dude, but go try to win a championship. Right. Like it's just no matter what they do, the Blazers, this can't be the best possible scenario or path to right. a title for Dame. And it's okay. No one's gonna blame you if you want to try somewhere else. Yeah, the bloom is off the rose garden, Bogues. The, the time is now to get out. What? Nothing. It is definitely not the rose garden, by the way. Yeah, but it's it the, was it's the joke that matters. Come on, EJ. I go old school NBA here. Keep up. You're a oh. young pup. Morty's tired of it. All right. The bottom line is this. Damian Lillard should ask out, not feel bad about it, and I don't think Blazer fans would be that angry at him either. I mean, it wasn't that long ago Lamarcus Aldridge bolted for big money as a free agent. They still would welcome him back with open arms if they ever retired his number. Uh, you should not feel bad about this. Damian Lillard ending up in Miami or you know Brooklyn, one of those two teams that's probably going to win the NBA championship next year, mm-hmm. uh, and pairing himself with a Jimmy Butler and Mikhail Bridges, like that's fine. Get out of Portland. Do that. That's okay. But the Blazers can't be chasing this thing, trading this kind of... If they got Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson, why, you can't trade that for Zion. You can't do it. Right. You're talking about three guys that on any year, I mean, obviously, Wembenyama is going to go number one, would be the number one overall pick in the draft. This is not the year to trade a number three overall pick. So that's now we're back at Zion. And I just... Man, I, I really want to say that trading the number three pick for him... Makes a lot of sense, but I just... He doesn't play! Well, and, like, the thing that bothers me, the injuries are there. The injuries are connected, theoretically, to him being overweight, out of shape, whatever. But I, the thing that drives me nuts is every time he gets hurt, he's out for longer than anyone ever thought he'd be out for. And I don't, yes. I don't know why that keeps happening. Are the Pelicans bad at diagnosing, treating? Do they not... Do they not know how to present it to the media correctly where they're giving wrong timetables, being optimistic, and then it makes him look like he's behind schedule? Maybe he's not. Or is this about him? I don't know. You can be a good healer. Can you be a bad healer? Can Is it about his commitment to rehab and, and recovery? I, I just I don't know. And that's the thing that keeps me back because otherwise, man, that – like I, like you, you, everyone can see how good he can be. And nobody believes him more than me. But it's, there's just too much to get past now to give up such a high pick for him at this point. Yeah, there's zero shot I would ever do that. There, there, You would just be such a poorly run over. And by the way, Lillard himself, how could Lillard himself look at it and go, oh, you got me Zion, good, I'm good, I'm not going to demand it. Right, so that's the problem. If you're a team in need and you want to roll the dice on, he's he's gotten all of his bad crap out of the way in New Orleans, he's going to come here and maybe I can fix this, maybe we can get him in shape, or you you get a chance to talk to him and you believe him or you believe his agent. If you want to take that, here's my facelift, here's me resetting my Morbin franchise for Zion. Like, that that makes more sense than I'm getting Zion to make Dame happy. Fast forward four months and a different foot's broken and Dame is unhappy because he's playing by himself because Zion's not out there. 
Yeah, and also, even if the nightlife's less in Portland, wouldn't that just mean he's inside eating more? Uh, I'm, I I mean, I guess it's on the table. I believe they've got food everywhere. Yeah, I mean, the Pacific Northwest, Sean Kemp got very fat. Yeah, they have voodoo donuts, right? It's a big Portland thing. That's a dangerous that spot. I think you would know all the donut stuff. Of What's course. What's voodoo donuts about? What's that? Just I mean, donuts? it's like, it's yeah, it's like everything else, but it's always on those, like, countdown shows, and you got, if you're in Portland, you got to eat here, lines out the door every morning, different flavors, fancy flavors, crazy stuff like that. What's Bogus's favorite all-time donut? Oh, that's a really tough question. So for those that don't know, the Bogish family, and I actually like this. I like good family outings. They are big donut, fancy donut people. Yeah, I mean, we had donuts in Ireland. We like we went, we found a donut, a fancy donut place in Dublin to try the donuts in Ireland. So across wow. the Atlantic, we went. Um, see, I don't, I don't necessarily need too much stuff or too exotic things. So, but I, I do like. Um, like a salty and sweet mix. Ooh, okay. So right. that's good. But there's also there's like people the know this ones? and you know this. There's a, a a place on Long Island called Doology. They've got a couple of locations yes. and oh. they make a rainbow cookie donut. Oh. Which is but it's not it's it's a specialty. It's not on the menu regularly. Sundays a lot. Oh. And that's that's a tough one to beat. Yeah. Oh, the rainbow cookie if done well. Uh, I had this take. First of all, I think rainbow cookies need more jelly than less. And maybe this is like a very uh, Italian thing. Some of you in the country are probably like, what's a rainbow cookie? The almond taste. Oh, it is so good. You've definitely seen it. Yellow cake, pink cake, green cake, oh, chocolate on top, oh, little thin thing of jelly through the through the different layers of the cake. Oh, it's, it doesn't get better than I, that. I forgot to tell you this. So last week I'm getting pizza at a local pizza shop in West Babylon near Bob's Bar. And a guy, older guy goes to me, um, you know, he's like, a couple of people, hey, Sean, Sean, I thought maybe I knew him from around town, and I just didn't recognize him. I was very honest with him. I said, hey, man, I'm like, I, I don't remember you. Um, you know, who are you again? And he goes, no, 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 I've never met you. I'm a big radio listener of yours. He goes, I loved your rainbow cookie take last Sunday. So last Sunday I was on WFAN locally, and I had like a take about rainbow cookies and jelly. So, I mean, it just goes to show you, Bogues, when you talk about that rainbow cookie donut, people are out there listening. They want those kind of takes, your donut cakes, your cookie takes. He could care less what I thought about Aaron Judge. Good. Give the people what they want. Yeah. And get get us rainbow cookies. Get us rainbow cookies. All right, when we come back, I'm going to try to get the show back on the rails. I got more of your Trash Tuesdays to come. Plus, we're going to be stunned to a news. How much of Joey Votto's story will Peter Schwartz give us in that next update? And will Pete... You know, stay locked in and stay happy. I'm talking about Pete the Body in that situation. Now, if you just give me a moment to pull up a certain read I got to do because I didn't have it prepared. Being able to individualize comfort on each shot of the Sleep Number Smart Bed for more restful sleep is invaluable for couples. Sleep Number Smart Beds individualize your sleep experience, making high-quality sleep effortless every night with adjustable firmness on each side so you can choose and change your ideal comfort and support. And Sleep Number Smart Beds automatically respond to your movements throughout the night to help, keeping you sleeping effortlessly comfortable. You have trouble falling asleep? A warm shower before bedtime releases heat 
to help your body get ready for sleep. With a FlexFit 3 Smart Adjustable Base, the Sleep Number Smart Bed can also gently warm your feet. Ooh, toasty toes. When you first go to bed to help you sleep faster. Sleep too hot or too cold? Experts recommend keeping your bedroom temp 65 to 68 degrees for comfortable sleep. How about that? Sleep Number can also temperature adjusting beds. Sleep Number also has temperature adjusting beds and bedding to help you both sleep just right. Uh, DA Sleep Number, he'll tell you. At some point when he comes back with his wife's, uh, they are using that sleep number right now to maximize the two and a half hour shifts they're getting with AJ screaming in the middle of the night. Their sleep's next level. Unlock your unique potential with a smart bed that can perform as well as you. The sleep number 360 Queen C2 smart bed is now only $899. Save $200 plus special financing, which is important there for a limited time only at sleep number stores or sleepnumber.com slash DA. See stores for details. DA on CBS Sports Radio. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces DOD veterans and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. How about Red Sox shortstop Pablo Reyes? He had the play of the night in Minnesota last night, robbing Willie Castro of a hit up the middle, then making a twirling throw to first to get the out. Reyes also made a spectacular leaping catch on Sunday Night Baseball against the Yankees on Father's Day. Thanks, Pete. We're all aware we saw it. Great little catch there for Reyes. By the way, I need to ask, show of hands before I reveal why. How many of you on the show have texted Katie Linendahl something post the Bob's Bar show? Bogues, have you? I don't know how to text her. Okay. So, no. Pete, did you? Uh, yes. I did as well. Okay, I wanted to make sure I wasn't the only one. So, and I'm assuming DA did as well. I wanted to thank her. My dad was overjoyed with the cooler he got. Unbelievable camera shot. We just got of Schwartz's neck in front of EJ there. Um <laughs> Sorry, I can't you even get into this stuff. That was so funny. Uh-huh. The, list, the radio listeners have no idea what I'm talking about, but that was too funny. Um, Katie Linendahl's texted a video to myself, Pete, and DA last night, folks, of her in some kind of public space with her um, her makeup assistant. And I wish I had the commentary to play. It was a little, like, glitchy because we had some, like, iPhone uh, droid combination stuff. But her basic premise was, I've received all of your texts. I haven't responded to anyone because I don't know how to talk to you guys anymore. After the Bob's Bar show. <laughs> Kill bosses, burps, dirty underwear, old men oiling up young men. I don't know what to say. I'm paraphrasing. I don't know what to say anymore other than, wow. She said, I don't even know if I fit in with you guys anymore. And it's going to take some time to digest what I witnessed before we can be in communication again. Yes. So on one hand... Um, <laughs> By the way, if you're watching, we just got the picture of Moist Pork and Katie. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel left out that I'm not on this text thread. Um, it is what it is. But I think I was the last one to see and talk to Katie on Friday because she left before the show was over. Yeah. And she left as if... She already had those feelings of how did I get here? Why am I here? What am I doing? <laughs> and she was like, I'm, and I think she was going to the airport to go to what, her next convention and forget about the morning. And I made a joke like, yeah, you know, 
where were you this morning, Katie? Oh, you know, Bible study at the soup kitchen. I wasn't, you know, making up nice Christian things to be at, good things to be at, good person things to be at, not at our debauchery fest. So, yes, I don't, we might have lost Katie Friday morning. Those feelings are legitimate. I saw them face to face. She was great with Stunder News. She had so many good gadgets. It was great. She was taking pictures of everybody, as you mentioned. I mean, and I she, she came there the night before. She like was a real guest. She yeah. was there on Long Island the night before to prep, as always, brought hair and makeup, and was ready to go, and then regretted every second of it. So let me ask you this, because Katie knows that we're nuts. It's part of the reason she likes, because she's a little nuts. She and is. We're, and we're a good fit as a show together whenever Katie is on. But I have to ask, in regards to the Bob's Bar show and seeing, and Katie obviously is, you know, kind of half kidding, but she really hasn't answered our text directly. She sent us this video. I wonder, Bogues, do we as a show, myself, you, Pete, Kat, uh, and DA, do we not fully understand how nuts Friday was with some of the stuff we did? Like, we took it normally. Like, Gordon from Vancouver legitimately drenched Pat Boyle in baby oil and cupped his man boobs. Okay, there were some lewd comments. There were big heads of me floating around. We had somebody who works here's son snap donuts into a competitive eater's mouth. Yeah. Um, we had our night host on CBS Sports Radio park everybody's cars right. and get tipped. Uh, you know, Pete and you pushed me in a pool in dirty underwear. Mm. I had flakes of hot dog and Diet Pepsi burped into my face to the point I nearly vomited. And we told the son to a news story about how one of our listeners is now selling dirty socks to make ends meet. Now, is that too much for people, you think? And we didn't realize. The only thing that was too much for me, and I've, I have voiced my um, questions about this from the beginning. I still am not going to understand hot dogs in your mouth and kielbasa across the face. But otherwise, that's par for the course. Everything else Pete's is normal. Let's, for anybody who didn't understand, that's still Pete's fault because we get, couldn't get Pete to agree to do any punishment. Then he ended up not needing the punishment. Right. And I was the one to do it. You know? Yeah. We still it's not wanted my Pete, fault. Remember, we wanted Don't Pete. Don't lose. We wanted Pete to be a bathroom attendant at City Field asking people if they had to go one or two and directing them to what they were allowed yeah, to do. Yeah, that's not the meaning. <laughs> Which I still think would have been the ultimate punishment in the world, and I'm tempted now to pitch it to Impractical Jokers. Two ones, you have to go in a urinal, no shy guys. That, to me, still was a great punishment. But I think the kielbasa and belch worked. Uh, Bilotti, do you think you would have handled it differently? No. You you think you would have thrown up if you got belched Oh, oh if, I, if that happened to me? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I probably, I probably would have thrown up. That smell, and I can't say this enough, was one of the most vile, despicable, disgusting smells I've ever smelt in my life. And I thank Badlands for it because I wanted to experience that. You thank him? I mean, it was the visual. I, thank God I didn't smell it, but the the visual of him unleashing that oh, oh. in your face will never leave my brain. Yeah, it's one of the saddest sights for humanity ever. Schwartz, would you have thrown up if you got belched in the face like oh, that? Oh, I, I think so. I, I've probably thrown up over less, but yeah, I, 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 I honestly, truly felt for you when that was happening. Because you could tell if somebody was faking that or just like playing along with a joke, the look on your face clearly was that it was nauseating to you. The fact it was. That, the fact that he drank a, a two-liter of Diet Coke before that adds to it, too. Now, can I admit something, too? Mm -hmm. I, uh, 
first of all, but Balenz was like such as he always is a man of the people. I mean, w- seeing him just talk and arms around everybody. I mean, at one point he's doing shots with uh, I think Glorious Splat and Knockout Neil, and he was incredible. Was anybody mildly disappointed he wasn't able to chug the whole two liter? After being Bailey and Shucks. No. There was a point of me that was mildly disappointed. I was expecting the whole bottle, to be honest with you. I was, too. It struck me that that was a little... Now, he had already also eaten 17 powdered donuts in three minutes. <laughs> but nonetheless, I found myself a little like, wow, really? You're Bailey and Shucks? You couldn't put down that whole bottle? That would be my only critique. So Wait. it was almost like Boyle's shirtless disappointment. We also have the Badlands, not the full chug disappointment. Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. I mean, this is a man that eats yeah. how many hot dogs in a sitting and he couldn't chug yeah. a whole yeah. bottle of Diet Pepsi, Diet yeah. Coke, and, whatever. And again, you can't criticize. A ton of pictures. He was great. Uh, we had our listeners come up, Sean and his family from South Carolina, mm-hmm. and he's doing, you know, podcast reel videos with them, drinking out of boots. So, I mean, Badlands <laughs> basically was like, put a quarter in a vending machine. He'll do whatever you want for him. And, but he loved, he loved every second yeah. of it. And yeah. after eating all the donuts and chugging the Pepsi, within three seconds, I saw him walking back to a group of people with his breakfast sandwich in his hand, and he had double, ah, if not triple, no, meat. Yeah, like, no. there was no end to the consumption, and he took stuff I didn't with know. him. No, he, he had left. a breakfast sandwich. I yes, took the oh yeah, he did. No. Ah. <laughs> so like, it's it's almost like the things he eats for the bit, like for the bits, don't count. Like they don't make him hungry or full because then he just goes and has food. He lists them as miscellaneous. Right. I think, I, I, I think Bradley watched him make the sandwich because I remember asking him, did, did you have did you have anything to eat? And he goes, yeah, I was making the sandwich, and I was watching Badlands. He just kept putting more and more on the sandwich. Yep. Wow. Well, that explains what we had in the analytics team. Yesterday. We went through 102 eggs at this event. 102 eggs, so 96 of which were eaten by Badlands Booker. To those who ate the other six, I thank you. I think two of them were eaten by me as well. <laughs> And that was funny. There was a moment, too, later on where D.A. had said to me around 11.30, Marez, do we have any real food? Yeah. How about the 70 pounds of eggs and pancakes and sausage that were out there? I'm sorry. I'll make sure the diner waitress is back out here to get your order. Are you guys serving lunch yet? (laughs) (laughs) You got a turkey BLT lying around around anywhere? All right, Schwartz, what do we got? Well, we'll start with uh, baseball. How about the Mets? They had a tough weekend at home, losing two out of three to the Cardinals. But last night, no problem in Houston. Hartwig delivers. Swing and a bouncing ball to third. To his left, Beatty. He's up with it. Goes to second. Force play. Put it in the books. The New York Mets come into Houston and clobber the defending world champion Astros. Max Scherzer picks up his sixth win of the year. That was Howie Rose on Mets Radio. Mets over the Astros, 11-1. Max Scherzer, a run in four hits while striking out eight over eight innings. Francisco Lindor, Homer, drove in five. Now to the Marlins and Blue Jays. Marlins beat up on the Jays, 11-0. Luis Arise, 5-for-5, raised his average to 400, and he heard the chance of MVP. My heart was stopping for a little bit. I was I was so emotional when I walked bat, and then I said, "Okay, I gotta do do something good." And then I got my baby to the left field line, and then I wanna say thanks to those fans, and then I love you to those fans. Thanks for supporting me. Arise on Bally Sports Florida, according to Elias Sports Bureau, Arise the fourth major leaguer since 1900 to have three five-hit games in a calendar month, and he joins George Sisler, Ty Cobb, and Dave Winfield on that list. 
Manager ah. Skip Schumacher sums up the night for a rise in the Marlins. Any time you're mentioned with Ty Cobb, I think that's pretty special of like how many five-hit games in a row or whatever it was. But it's, yeah, and, and they're hard hits too against good pitchers. Barry was a good pitcher. Um, so the way he's doing it up the middle when we need it also, it's not just, you know, a blowout game or not a blowout game. It's it's pretty special. He just set the pitching set the tone today, but obviously he's been the catalyst at the top of the order. I am, and, and let's not forget, the Marlins are in contention. We have to hope that his MVP candidacy doesn't go awry. Ring it up, Pete. It's not funny. <sighs> you know what? That one, that one might have worked. Thank you. That one might have worked because Schwartz called out. By the way, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I mean, you used a big word, not in length, but like a, a word I wouldn't think you'd normally have a control over, awry, and then you just tucked in the Z at the end. I got to give you credit for that one. Mm. I Thank wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have hit the tuba button. Thank you. No button. There's a guy here. <laughs> can we, can we get, can we get the that button right? that shocks Morty to play the tuba? I say yeah. go, and he hits it. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Marlins have won five in a row, and they're now a season-high 11 over five. Wait, 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 wait. Because we're going to get off of this, I just have to say real quickly, I forgot to mention, Pete the body needed a couple days off. He had an ailment going on. We are 48 hours away from Bob's Bar, and I have to tell you guys, good text, bad text. <laughs> Pete the body text me. Do you think we could get one of the West Babylon High School tuba players there? <laughs> uh, it's a good text, just a late text as yeah. well. Now, here's the thing. I think that's a great idea. It was too little too late. But I'm sitting there. I'm basically dragging coolers out. I'm setting everything up. And now Pete's got me looking <laughs> to hunt down a tuba player from West Babylon High School. He wanted Morty there in person. <laughs> <laughs> that that was that that was something I wanted to do a while ago and I totally forgot about it. <laughs> the list oh, for next year something. is long. We yes. still need Jack Cohn, Long Island quarterback legend, to come back and throw us footballs as we jump into the pool and catch him. That's right. Yeah. Tuba guy. I gotta get a Fordham Ram or something there at some point. I gotta chip in that way. Yeah. There's things to do. Well Pete uh, the body can get us the L I U shark. He could, you know, maybe he could come out. <laughs> shark versus Ram fight. Yeah. Wherever Bradley Schwartz goes to college, let's bring that mascot in. There you go. All right. And I think we get three or four actual headsets, Pete, for a change. Things might sound better. You never know. I asked for them. (laughs) I asked for them. I I think we should get Tim Capshaw out there, too. He was talking about coming out this year. That's true. And he didn't make it. But that would be great to get him out there. And we got to, of course, get Frank Viola out there. Another year healing the hip for my dad. We'll get him striking out the wiffle ball. Do you think we could get Joey Votto to come? I won't be there. Great. Yeah. A man named Votto. Uh, I will not be there if Joey Votto is there. Even more reason for yeah. Votto to come. Well, speaking of which, uh, the Reds beat the Rockies 5-4. to four. Joey Votto homer <laughs> drove in three runs in his return 10 months <laughs> after surgery on his left biceps and rotator cuff. It was a memorable, memorable experience. And uh, it was more than I would have ever expected. And Votto also with this heartfelt message for Reds fans as well as Pete Bellotti. This is your team and I know that all you want is for us to play well, for us to uh, earn that championship you deserve. And Oh no. Wow. Oh no. Bellotti. Oh no. Over 30 years of doing sports updates, <laughs> I have never had an, a, an explosion in the middle of the update. 
I don't know where that came well, from. Well, we've had plenty of explosions <laughs> during, <laughs> during this show. I was going to say, I've I, had plenty mid-talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've, had, we've had burping. We've had laughs. We've had all kinds of stuff. I, I've never had an update blown up. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what happened to that cut. I'm, yeah, I can done, only imagine. Done to a news. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Um, let's see. I forgot where I was. It Giants beat the Padres seven to four in ten. Mike Yastrzemski a walk off <laughs> go back three to run homer in the bottom of the tenth. It was a memorable, memorable experience, and uh, it was more than I would have ever expected. <laughs> back from the dead, <laughs> the resurrection story. <laughs> Red Sox beat the Twins nine three. Diamondbacks over the Brewers nine one. And the Cubs beat the Pirates nine to nothing. Joey Votto with three home runs in that game. It was a memorable, memorable experience, and uh, it was more than I would have ever expected. This is peak Schwartz this morning. And you got it, you got it. NBA Warriors, <laughs> Warriors veteran Draymond Green has reportedly declined his twenty-seven point five. Million dollar player option for the 23 24 season. He'll be an unrestricted free agent. Wow. Breaking news, guys. Mm-hmm. I've been told that my cousin's girlfriend, who was originally going to come, is a professional uh, tuba player in a professional orchestra. Wow. Good. Thanks for telling us now. I was only just informed of this. Why didn't you ask? I was told. We could have had one there. What are we doing next Friday? Everybody free? <laughs> Bob's bar, three and a half. <laughs> Well, that's it for the sports report. Let's get stunned. Do it. It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. Do you like Dairy Queen? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had a dream? And you wake up from the dream, and you're convinced that dream was real? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So this story comes to us from Lake Barrington, Illinois. A suburban Chicago man is facing firearm charges after he told officers he accidentally shot himself in the leg while dreaming that an intruder was breaking into his home. The Lake Barrington man was charged about two months after Lake County Sheriff's deputies were called to his home April 10th on a report about a person with a gunshot wound. Deputies found the 62-year-old man with a gunshot wound to one of his legs and applied a tourniquet to the limb because he was losing a significant amount of blood before being hospitalized. The man told investigators he had a dream that someone was breaking into his home, and during that dream, he retrieved his 357 Magnum revolver and shot at who he believed was the intruder. When he fired, he shot himself and apparently woke up from the dream. <laughs> Investigators determined there was no burglary attempt at the man's home, but they found that his state firearm owner's identification card had been revoked Whoops. and he was still in possession of a firearm. A warrant was issued June 9th for the man on charges of possession of a firearm without a valid FOID card, whatever that means, and reckless discharge of a firearm. They're both felonies. He was arrested Monday, last Monday, and released after posting bond and is scheduled for a June 29th court status hearing. 
Online court records do not list an attorney who could speak on his behalf. A man who answered a phone listed for the man declined comment when he was reached by the Associated Press. Wow, that is How so about that? scary. That is so scary. So he must, I bet you it's not just a dream. He's probably a bit of a sleepwalker too, right? Because you have to get up and yeah. get a gun, I would think. That is, fr- I've never had one like that, clearly. And if you shot yourself in, in the leg, certainly would be a bedwetter too. Yeah. It's yep. not funny. <laughs> you were going so well, Peter. Yeah. I kind of like that one. I kind of like that one. Bogus, you would ever, could you ever have a sleep like this that this would happen? I don't think I've ever done anything in my sleep because of a dream. I've woken up going, and then like later in the day go, did that really happen or not? But like to actually any action connected to the dream. Like I've never woken up outside of my bed. I've never slept walk. Like, Nothing. So no, I can't imagine doing this. Well, yeah, well first he, of all, he's got maybe maybe not maybe don't watch John Wick right before you go to sleep, guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's not. a good point too. That's a good point too. Yeah, I mean, uh, I my brother-in-law sleepwalks. I'm almost scared to share this a lot, uh, especially when he drinks. We have found him uh, passed out in hotel hallways before. Um, he kind of like stepbrother sleepwalks, where like the the cushions could end up in the oven, kind of deal. But I, and now I'm scared. The guy can't have a gun. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. That is awful. And by the way, if it's obvious he dreamed and he shot himself in the leg, I mean, do we need the firearms charges on him? How about just take it away? I feel bad for the guy. I know a lot. Yeah, we didn't have a license. Yeah, I get that. But, you know, can't you say somebody left it here? <laughs> I guess it's registered to him, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, never mind. Throw the guy away. Right, what are yeah. you going to do? Th- Poor fella. Throw him away. <laughs> Throw him away. <laughs> Eight five well, five two one two. Thank you, Schwartz. That's scary, man. That is scary. I wish I dieted more in my sleep. That'd be great. I dreamt of eating a salad. I wake up in the mood for one. Man, give me those kind of sleeps. That'd be great. Or you I, could just sleep for longer, and therefore there's less time to eat during the day. Oh, that's true. That's true. Maybe I, I, I should go back to that. I apparently did sleepwalk once. And what happened? What was the result? It was on a school field trip. Oh, no. It was, I think, the beginning of high school. I uh, We went to uh, Virginia, Salem, Virginia. Right, it was a Salem. We went, went down there, right? And and uh, it was one of those hotels with the balconies. No. Right? <laughs> yes. So apparently I thought I was in, because I thought I fell asleep in another room. So I got up, apparently, and walked to the end of the balcony, then walked back into the room. Oh, no. So I thought I was somewhere else. So that's what I so was what, you were thinking. sharing a room with somebody and they said you almost jumped off the balcony kind of deal? Yeah, you, you walked to the end of the balcony and you came back in. And nobody grabbed you? You came back in on your own? Oh, I think they were watching. Yeah, they were watching. It says what the classmates thought of Pete the Bobby. That's right. would grab him <laughs> back in that spot. Let him go. Oh, man. All right, we come back. Is baseball now a fun group event to attend again? It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. When I was a young boy, I got chicken pox, okay? DA on CBS Sports Radio. I, I did get chicken pox when I was a young boy. And that is how the name Bo Jackson came to be, the origin stories, for sure. You know, Bo's uh, Facebook memory thing just popped up eight years ago, me and our old pal Jay Berman on a rooftop. I said, what is this from? So I'm looking back. Tomorrow, in the midst of paternity, DA's birthday. Tomorrow? Tomorrow is DA's birthday. Oh, my goodness. So he'll be off. 
Whoops. Does he yeah. know it's his birthday tomorrow? Great question. I don't know. We used to have so many birthdays. He may not know what day it is based on sleep. That also means CBS Sports Radio colleague Rich Ackerman's birthday and one of our bosses, Dave Marinick's birthday tomorrow. So get the cakes ready at CBS Sports Radio. Fudge you the whale tomorrow for everybody. Oh, my God. That's right. the play. DA is out. Now we have a fudgy the whale without him. That's all right. That's all right? You don't want a fudgy the whale? That's okay. We did it already. No, we didn't do it already. Right. We didn't do it for DA. We did it for me. That means, by the way, Pete's birthday's coming up. Your birthday's in June, isn't it, Pete? Uh, no. <laughs> in January. Yeah, other J month. Ah, uh, nice. I was close. I was. That was right. January. That's right. I was very, very close. Six months uh, off. Well, so it's for the J, EJ. That's close in my world. Get with me. Okay? Anywho... Uh, and we're going to get to this, um, I guess, next hour or so as far as Bogey goes. But Bogey spent uh, a little Father's Day trip at an MLB ballpark. Is that correct, Bogey? That is true. Sunday afternoon, little uh, Mets and Cardinals action. So how about this Father's Day weekend? Baseball. How about some attendance milestones? MLB had 603,303 fans attend Sunday's 16 games. That's the highest attendance total on any Sunday. Since September 28th, 2008, when that was 612,000 fans. And that was the final day of the regular season that Sunday. Um, It was the best average attendance for a Sunday since 2014. And it was the first time Major League Baseball's had back-to-back weekends of more than 1.5 million fans in attendance since 2017. Now, the reason I find this interesting is I never went away from going to baseball games. Obviously, I go to far less now than when I was, you know either not married or didn't have kids and didn't have a house to take it, all that stuff. But I still try to get to one a month or something like that. But I think that the parity this year, more teams include, we talked about the Reds of Otto jokingly, what's gone on in that NL Central, the Marlins are alive, um, some of the bigger teams down, Red Sox, Mets, Yankees, not exactly great. There's a lot of intrigue around this baseball season right now. Uh, and the rules, ha- I think, have drawn people into want to attend more games. You feel like you're not committed for 14 hours by the time you're going to a game, getting back, and the game taking forever. Uh, folks, I think the pace of play rules, while it's taken some time to adjust on how to watch a game, get your food, drink, order, and all that with the pace of play, I think people are more interested in sitting down at a bowl game again, knowing it's not going to take all freaking day. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think it helps that there are some teams who are having better years in, in years past, too. So there's a little, and there's some, a lot of good young players in the game, reasons yeah, to go watch. Healthy, but, healthy. but the driving force has to be that theoretically is less of a commitment. I and mean, then the game that I was at on Sunday was an 8-7 Cardinals win, and it took three hours, which felt long. Last year, that game is easily over four hours. Easily over four hours. Instead, I was home within that window. So that has to be one of the... That has to be the main reason. Is it, It's just a quicker, better time at the park now. It's not a late night. It doesn't take up your entire afternoon. It's just better, in and out. Now, uh, how many games have you gone to this year? Uh, that is my second game as a fan, and I was at one oh, okay, or two as at, for work. But from a fan and I'm going to another one tonight. That's right. You're going to Yankees Mariners tonight because your son wants to see Julio Rodriguez. Yes, he is in the lineup. Uh, <laughs> he better be in the lineup. How would he not be in the lineup? La- I just made myself laugh thinking of that. But did I check that this morning? I did to make sure there's no recent groin pulls or right. whatnot. So, 
Now, are you a bring food to the park because it's a family of four no. guy? You get the the stadium food. So yeah, we go we go sp- spread out enough that when we go, we go. We don't. I'm not bringing sandwiches in to save money yet. So, did you run into the same problem that I had at Yankee Stadium now both times where it does take forever? You feel like you're missing more time if you go in game to get your food on these lawns. So, I mean, you do. I mean, waiting for Shake Shack on Sunday. I think a full inning happened, and we really weren't online that fast. But I mean. Behind where I was standing, behind center field at City Field, there is a mammoth screen. So I didn't, right. I can see the game still. Uh, but yeah, you got to be a little more judicious. And especially with my kids who always want to get up and bathrooms. Now I want cotton candy. Like that's what really adds up. Like it's, it's, the, it's the amount of times you leave your seat where you're almost never sitting down anymore. Yeah, that, that that would bother me, too. I'm very weary about bringing my kids once that starts happening. But that's just one thing to be cautious about. But bottom line is this, man, baseball feels like it's at a really, really healthy place. And just in time for us, for all you guys who hate New Yorkers, our Yankee and Met fans, have our team suck, and baseball to be absolutely healthy and driven. And this weekend, we got London games, folks. We're going back to London. Sherio, partner. The I'm, Cardinals and Cubs. I'm excited for uh, for the London games, I guess, but... The ESPN promo for the broadcast on Sunday is voiced by Carl Ravitch, who had a tough weekend with that College World Series call the other day. Yeah. And he could not be less energetic in this read. He's like, it's London baseball. It's the Cubs and the Cardinals. Like, he's missing, I don't know, 14 family events to go be in London. Like, can I get a little more juice? Where's where's Bilotti's juice in this promo read from Carl Ravitch? Give me some more juice. Come on. Are they playing Sunday afternoon baseball, or are they playing a game at, like, midnight? They're playing Sunday, 10 a.m. on ESPN. I'm assuming there's a second game, maybe on Fox on Saturday. Yeah, there's definitely the Saturday game, like they did the Yankees-Red Sox. Right, there's two games at least. Oh, so 10 a.m. Sunday on ESPN. 10 a.m. Sunday, look out. Hey, cheerio, partner. Ayo, governor. Let's go, we to Buckingham Palace, partner. All right, when we come back, less London accents and more sports. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio.